We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And today, 8 for 14 from the field. He's had a great night in the three ball, as well as the fouls. He comes in here with 34 big ones. Well, that last play, kind of a microcosm of the day. The Knicks just out hustling Milwaukee. Brunson getting the offensive rebound. The Knicks get their 24th all-time Christmas Day win. That ties them with the Lakers for the most all-time. Jalen Brunson was sensational with 38 points, but... There are three other guys who had 20-point games. Quickly with 20 off the bench. Randall 24, Barrett 21, Giannis at 32, Lillard had 32, but in a losing cause. And Milwaukee's seven-game win streak comes to an end. The Bucks now 22-8, second in the East. And the Knicks now tied for fifth in the East with Mo- uh, Miami, which will play Philly tonight on ESPN. New York goes to 17-12, and, and one of their best wins of the season. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a special Christmas Day edition of the KFS postgame show. I am not your boy, GM, uh, John Macri. Um, I'm your boy, GMAC, a.k.a. Andrew Claudio, and I'm thrilled to be doing a victory postgame show here on Christmas Day, one that I don't think a lot of us had much confidence that they would actually be able to do, but the Knicks come away with a victory 129 to 122 over the Milwaukee Bucks. It's done. It's over. They finally beat this team after nine consecutive losses to the Bucks. We got to go all the way back to the thumbs down year, I believe is what we're calling the 21 22 season. Uh, we got to go back to. Uh, the beginning of the We Here season to the last time they beat them at Madison Square Garden. And the New York Knicks walk away with a W on Christmas. And this may just be a theme that we have to keep remembering going forward. Because I said this after the Lakers game in the middle of the night with Sean. Every single time the sky starts falling with this fan base, anytime we start to have doubts with this team, uh, they're the, the season's over. They lost to Utah. Win three out of four. Uh, they're never going to beat the Bucks. They're not on the same level. And look, they had to work today. And the Bucks also finally started missing shots. Yeah, but, you know, John mentioned it in the postgame the other day. Wouldn't surprise us if they were 0-10 against the Bucks and the Celtics, but 45-27 and 27 against the rest of the league. Well, guess what? Not going to go 0-10 against the Bucks and Celtics this year. They're at least going to go 1-9 this year. So we'll see if they can get a, a win against the Celtics and you'll take it. But this is where I'll echo 
uh, our good friend and our, our, our X's and O's expert, Benji, where he said, just get one of two from, from Milwaukee and you're sitting pretty, you know, in, the, in this, in this two game stretch. And then the Knicks did it and they, they, they did it in the way that they've come to be expected to win a ton of games. And we're going to go through it in just a little bit, but I'm just very proud of this team. It's very tough to beat the Milwaukee Bucks. I understand the Bucks finally started missing threes. Uh, they were 13 of 42 from three today. Um, uh, listen, that's a, a normal thing. Teams are not supposed to hit 50% of their threes that often. So we finally got to see how beatable the Bucks can be or how close this game can be when the Knicks are uh, going up against a team that isn't unconscious from three. And look, down the stretch in the fourth quarter, when I thought the Knicks were going to let go of the rope, the Bucks had some good looks and they finally missed them because that's happened sometime. It's a make or miss league. And I thought the Knicks... Defended enough in this game, obviously scored enough in this game. We'll talk about the individual performances throughout, but it is a joyous Christmas post game show here at Knicks Film School. And I'm happy to take you through uh, uh, however long you want to stay with me because we, we've got some sponsors to get to in just a little bit. Um, but uh, uh, I'm just just very proud of this basketball team that we all root for. And we're going to have some fun on this post game. Obviously, uh, you can tell I, I look a little different. I'm using a new microphone. Shout out to I'm, I'm, I'm sporting some Christmas presents. So if I sound a little better, it's because uh, Mrs. Claudio uh, hooked your boy up with a new mic. Uh, Mother-in-law hooked your boy up with some headphones. I'm apparently a vest guy now. Shout out to uh, my cousin by marriage. And I wanted to open with this. And I'm glad the Knicks won because I, I actually do need to make this very self-involved. But this is the type of, of following we have. And I want to just shout out to all of you celebrating the holidays. And I got maybe like the sweetest present from my 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 uh, sister-in-law's uh, uh, boyfriend, who is a huge Knicks Film School supporter, wears his Knicks Film School hoodie to work all the time. And he painted this basketball with the KFS logo. Like, this is legit one of the nicest things I've ever gotten. And I, it, it, I got to be honest, when I got it this morning, I thought it was a good omen. They're like, you know what? The Knicks are going to come out and win this game. So here is literally the game ball that I would like to give to him. Uh, first and foremost, his name is Christian. He goes by Box. Don't ask me to explain it. But Box, this is for you. The Knicks victory game ball goes to you. Maybe that's what we'll do going forward is give the game ball to somebody because we give a game ball on the morning, on the, the Monday show. Uh, we're going to start giving the game ball uh, at the post game show, too. First game ball I got to give out. My goodness, Jalen Brunson continues to just be awesome. Um, when you need it, his second big offensive game against Milwaukee. Um, they, uh, well, okay, we should say in the next in the last two games, his third uh, good offensive game against Milwaukee. Uh, I thought down the stretch, specifically in that that third and fourth quarter, every time they need a bucket, they went to Jalen Brunson and he got it. That fourth quarter barrage at the end when Milwaukee cut a four, 13 point lead down to six, I was terrified. And guess what? Jalen Brunson to the rescue with, with a couple of big buckets, got himself to the line, was able to get that big rebound off the RJ miss at the end. Um, Jalen Brunson finishes with 38 points, four rebounds, six assists. Um, you know, he only took three threes today, too. And I thought they were starting to blitz him in the, the, the second half to try and get the ball out of his hands. And there were times even when they, they tried to blitz him that he was able to get around the pressure and the Knicks were able to get him the ball back in better spots to shoot. 
Uh, just a, just an outstanding performance from from Jalen Brunson today. Uh, we're we just continue to be very lucky that he's on our basketball team. The next shout out slash game ball that we're gonna give out today. So let's talk about Emmanuel quickly because. I'm like a lot of you. I was staring at the minutes distribution in the first half and wondering why Emmanuel quickly got one more minute than Taj Gibson. Now, I like to look at the minutes in a way that like the centers, I don't factor in. Like Taj is literally just there to give Hartenstein a breather. I don't like consider like if, if Hartenstein's off the bench before quick or before Hart, I don't consider that like, oh, he's the sixth man. He's the seventh man. No, like the centers are not part of the who is next man up conversation because you're never putting Taj in for Julius. You're never putting Taj in for Brunson. It's very much like the centers are interchangeable. And then everybody else, like Hart can sub in for a three or a four, quickly can sub in for a one or a two. There, there should be someone interchangeable. So um, I did. I, I usually don't do this where I look at the, like I'm literally sitting there with a stopwatch counting the minutes, but I couldn't understand why Emmanuel quickly only played eight first half minutes. I do recognize the log jam that exists. I thought RJ like played a really good game and I was actually fine with him not playing most of the late third and all of the fourth quarter because I thought they needed Emmanuel quickly to stay in the game as much as possible. In fact, quickly got pulled in the final three minutes and I understood the move. The Knicks needed some size down the stretch to defend Dame and potentially them going off. The move didn't work. He went to RJ. Like if you're going to put in a, a, a defender, you probably should have put in Grimes, but you went with a guy with a little more game experience. You put a vote of confidence in RJ and you pulled quickly with the final three minutes and the Bucks immediately went on an eight or run. Uh, the point that I think a lot of people have been making, a lot of smart people have been making Regardless of the logjam, regardless of the 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 mouths that you have to feed, twenty two minutes for Manuel quickly is just too few. It, it's just every time he's on the court, good things happen, and somehow we found thirty one minutes for Josh Hart, who is just as impactful. Maybe not as on ball impactful, but you look at the on off sl- splits in the lineup data when quickly and Hart are in the game together. They're, they're awesome. And I think they go hand in hand because while Hart and DiVincenzo is great, if you wanted to make that point, um, Quickly and RJ are great together. Quickly and Brunson are great together. Um, their best, I think, two-man combo as far as impacting winning is Josh Hart, Emmanuel Quickly. And Emmanuel Quickly today in 22 minutes had 20 points on 10 shots. You know, there's this stretch in the late third quarter where the Bucks go on a 9-0 run to cut it to 77-73. And Tibbs calls timeout. And after that stretch, some big buckets from Quick. So the Knicks also got to the line, which I thought was important. Um, quickly hits a couple free throws. Brunson gets to the line. Randall gets to the line. And the Knicks, I, I stopped counting at a certain point, but it was a 29-19 run from that point on, where Quickly had six of the points, and then Josh Hart, had uh, 10 of the points. And I thought that was like, they pushed the lead back up to 14. Milwaukee called timeout. And then on the other side of the timeout, Quick had another like seven points. And this is the type of player that he is. That you just, you you never know when the offensive explosion is going to come. And we're talking about the, the 20 points he had in 22 minutes. I thought his defense was was outstanding. And you saw it during that late third, early fourth stretch where there was one possession. In fact, I, I wrote it down. It was after, okay, it was after the 77-73 stretch where 
um, the the Bucks, uh, the Knicks miss a shot. I forget what it was. I actually think it was Julius Randall ISO, which we'll talk about. And the Bucks have either a three on two or they had a man advantage and quick uh, hedges and and tries to and make sure that uh, Connaughton doesn't take a three. He then quickly uh, defends the corner of Bobby Portis three. Neither shot goes up. And what it turns into is a Bobby Portis offensive foul, which was defended by Emmanuel quickly. That stop I thought was huge because Milwaukee gets two points there. It's a two point game. You get a three. It's a one point game. And suddenly this, this gets a lot scarier, but instead they get a stop, which was forced by Emmanuel quickly. And on the other end of the floor, it's a Jalen Brunson and one you're up 80 to 73. And it never got below seven points until the final couple minutes of the game. Um, I recognize the logjam. I understand the minutes distribution is tough when you have so many wings around the same size. Squeeze somebody else and clip that if you want, whatever. Squeeze somebody else. I mean, you quickly has to play more. That's just my opinion on the matter. Um, I, I, I think Tibbs has done an outstanding job this year in, for the most part. I think he, like the Knicks are 17 and 12, and all the conversation is about what they don't have. You know what? They do have a 17 and 12 record. Without a quote unquote superstar, without a quote unquote one or one A, like that, there's clearly some good coaching going on. I also recognize that some adjustments can be made and this guy can play more. So that is my diatribe for today. Speaking of Josh Hart, the points he had in the that late third, early fourth, it was it was 10 points during that stretch where I thought he was outstanding. Finishes with 10 points, nine rebounds, four assists, two steals today. Really filled out the box score. It's why whenever it gets pushed that like like Josh Hart is a problem on the team. I just Josh Hart being hesitant, Josh Hart not making quick decisions, Josh Hart like the way he played the other day where he was just letting Dame or Connaughton or uh, Middleton kind of do whatever they want, and there was there was no defensive impact from him. Um, when he's going right, he continues to be just a net positive on this team. So I thought he played a great game. And look, he, he got raked over the coals the last game, and I had some quibbles, but I don't even want to talk about the quibbles yet. I thought R.J. Barrett was outstanding for the most part in this game. Um, got it going really early with 14 points um, in the first, uh, I believe in the first quarter. I uh, had 18 points at halftime. He mentioned going into the, the half where he did like the mid midway uh, the interview before he was going into the locker room. Uh, he mentioned that he was just not thinking. He was making quick decisions. Um, he was just like playing the ball and, and, and just getting the ball and going. And I thought some of the moments when he seemed to hesitate and think were when he was taking Brooke Lopez one-on-one. And that's one of the best shot pro- rim protectors and, and uh, shot blockers in the NBA. Something you probably shouldn't do is try to, Unless you're Julius Randle and you cannot muscle him, I, I think if you're RJ, you try to draw Lopez away from the rim and look for Hartenstein. Like the the play at the end of the game where uh, the Knicks had a three on one and RJ just leans his shoulder into Chris Middleton when Hartenstein's right there for the layup. Like those are still things that he needs to clean up. It needs to be said they got off to the start they did. They built the lead they did because of how good RJ was in that first and second quarter. He. Uh, hit a couple threes, which is obviously big for his confidence. I thought Benji nailed it. Like once RJ starts hitting threes, he becomes uh, more lethal and goes into attack mode. Uh, and I thought 
they 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 genuinely needed RJ to get off to that start, which is they were they were playing from ahead in this game, which they haven't played from ahead a lot with when they played the Milwaukee Bucks. So good job by RJ. Uh, Isaiah Hartenstein uh, got in some foul trouble, and yet that's probably the only reason why uh, he only played 33 minutes, um, or his numbers aren't aren't better because he has 11, eight, and four today. Uh, I thought he was great. I thought he had some big rebounds, um, four offensive rebounds today. Uh, I thought he uh, uh, it just continues to uh, help on the on the pick and rolls with getting Brunson in situations. I like when when he's screening for guys when they're going to the rim to allow for layups. I think he does that with RJ really well. Does it with quickly really well. Obviously, he does it with uh, Jalen Brunson very well. Uh, it remains a thing that the Knicks are kind of fine offensively with Mitch out. It's the, there, there's still a defensive thing that is a very frustrating that uh, other teams are just getting boards that I'm not used to them seeing. The Milwaukee Bucks had 17 offensive rebounds today to the Knicks seven. That's, that's where Mitchell Robinson being out is, is a thing like that doesn't happen if Mitch is here, but I thought Hartenstein for the most part uh, played a good game and hopefully uh, God bless and Taj Gibson. I thought he played really good in the second quarter defending Giannis, but it was very much a, oh, good job, Taj. Uh, I I think you still need a better backup center, which I'm sure the Knicks are in the market for. And eventually when trade season starts, they'll they'll hopefully find one. Um, the negatives, and I don't want to... So DiVincenzo, I thought, played okay defense on Dame Lillard in the first half. Then uh, I just a Dame's kind of awesome, so it's it's tough to it's tough to completely shut him down. But I thought he was making Dame work. Uh, a brittle shooting game for DiVincenzo. Just the shot wasn't falling. He was one for six from the field, one of five from three. Um, Quentin Grimes uh, only played twelve minutes today. Some of that again might be the log jam. Some of that might just be the uh, passivity. If he's not making a huge impact on defense, that's really tough to. They justify him playing more than the OB minutes now. Uh, but I, I thought he had a big bucket late in the fourth quarter when he he got the ball and attacked a close out and got to the rim for a layup and one. He missed the free throw, though. Um, I don't know if he could actually be called a negative, but I thought that uh, Quentin Grimes in his minutes was um, <laughs> a, net po- a net neutral, if you want to call it that. In fact, it was minus one for the day. So actually, it checks out that way. So I bet with Julius Randle. Because the numbers are going to look okay at the end of the day. In fact, <laughs> I believe he had the exact same game as the last one because he was 8 of 17 last game. He finishes 8 of 17 this game. Um, 24 points, 9 rebounds, 2 assists, and a steal. Uh, 6 of 6 from the line. That continues to be a thing. Like Everybody was talking about RJ and his free throw shooting and how it's been a revelation. Julius is like 26 or maybe even better, 26 of 27 uh, from the free throw line over the last a good bunch. He's shooting like 90% from the line over his last a couple weeks, I believe. Someone fact-checked that for me, but I know Julius Randle is like, actually found a free throw stroke. He was shooting in his 60s for a while, and that's just astronomically gone up. Um, Here's the thing about Julius. he he's they're, they're matching his minutes with Giannis, so I give him empathy and some grace in some of the offensive decisions and some of the times he can just hijack possessions. Um, I tried to pay attention today to how often he was forcing it and how often he was just like waiting for stuff to happen. And what I mean by that is like waiting for the double to come 
or seeing if the double was going to come over. And that's when he would make his move to either try to get to the middle or try to pass out for a three. I think you saw it in the fourth quarter. He was able to find guys when they were bringing the double. Then there was there are a couple moments when he's matched up against Giannis, an intelligent defender that knows Julius is waiting for the double. And when Julius leans in, he just pulls the chair out from underneath him or pokes the ball away. And or they bring in the, the double from a side he's not expecting. And um, look, my, my frustrations with Julius today are more geared toward it might just be rotation related because when he plays with the second unit, it just he it, you could tell he hijacks possessions a bit. Um, it gets really difficult when you see how the offense moves, like like the the pace we're talking about when Josh Hart and Emmanuel quickly are in, right? And when when the, everybody's sharing the ball, why Quentin Grimes wanted to go play with the second unit, and then you look at. Uh, Julius in the game and there are full possessions where he gets the ball and nobody gets it back. And like that, there was a, a, a three pointer during the stretch early in the, in the second where um, the Knicks were, or the, the Bucks were on an eight Oh run. And Julius is just jab, step, jab, step pulling up from three against Bobby Portis. And like my philosophy on those possessions, cause those happen with quickly. Those happen with RJ. Those happen with Brunson. Like the Knicks have a lot of isolation players. And if you're going to, hold the ball an entire possession and not pass it or look to get anybody else involved, you better make the shot you take. Otherwise, I think it's a wasted possession. Now, you can justify it when it's, you know, Julius has it going or if Brunson has it going, it's like, all right, like you probably could have got someone involved, but you missed. I, I thought Julius hijacked the offense at times today. And it was when they were, they were doubling him and he was finding a teammate that I thought they were able to get good looks. Um, there were still moments I thought he hijacked the offense. Having said that, I thought that um, I thought Julius for I mean, it's tough to say he played Giannis well. I thought he made Giannis work. Giannis is also one of the five best players on planet Earth. Maybe one of the three best players on planet Earth. So it's really tough to be like, you know, um, you can shut him down. Like Julius should have shut him down, but Giannis finished this with Jesus with 32 points, 13 rebounds and six assists. Um, yeah, I, I, it's tough to complain about Julius today. There were just moments where you see what the offense looks like when he's not the focal point of it. And, you know, you can understand why so pe- so many people are frustrated with him. But 24 points, 9 rebounds on 17 shots is what it is. It's a productive day. So um, I think that really should be the takeaway. Like, this is a productive win for the Knicks. This is an important win. Whether it, it, it's just tough for a team to win 9 games in a row or 8 games in a row like the Bucks were. It's tough to beat a team twice on their court in a span of 3 days like the Bucks were trying to. With that being said, it's still like a big win for the Knicks who now like I don't think the Heat are going to lose today because they're playing the Sixers who are once again have Joel Embiid running from the smoke. But I mean, you give the Knicks are still in the mix in that four, three, four, five or four, five, six spot. Like the sky has not fallen. That, that continues to be my takeaway about this early stretch. Every single time the blueprint seems to get questioned after a Knicks loss. We look up and it's like, oh no, they're they're right in the mix with like a, an um, Orlando Magic team that's overachieving and a, a, a Miami Heat team that uh, has Jimmy Butler and um, like made it to the finals last year. Like they're they're still 
they're still in a range where like you could consider this to be a successful season. And we'll see. They they have this this OKC game on Wednesday that uh, OKC is going to be playing a back to back in which they play Minnesota on Tuesday and then play the Knicks the next night. Then they go to play this Orlando team and then they reunite with Obi Toppin on Saturday to wrap up 2023. Um, a reminder to all of us this holiday season to stop doubting this team because every single time they continue to show us that um, that they, they're capable of winning games that we're not expecting them to win. And I'm glad they got this today. Happy holidays indeed. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, we have some sponsor segments to get to. First of all, the return of our good friends at AG1. Shout out to AG1. Uh, this is your daily uh, dose of Athletic Greens. Um, they uh, uh, give you energy throughout your day. Um, you take some supplements in the morning. You take it with water. You can mix it with something else, whether it be like I have Red Bull in mine right now. Um, but shout out to the fine folks at AG1. You could try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and 5-3 AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash filmschool. That's drinkag1.filmschool and take advantage of this promo code. I'm going to make the drinking game today just Christmas. If you if you wish me a Merry Christmas, I'll wish it back and we'll wish a shout out to our good friends at AG1. So, um Thank you uh, to, to everybody that's tuning in. I see we got over 400 people watching live. I greatly appreciate it. And so do the fine folks over at Prize Picks because we are once again sponsored by Prize Picks, specifically our betting and sweating uh, segment that we do uh, online on Twitter. We'll get to our picks in just a second. If you would like to participate in the promo we have going on, go to prizepicks.com slash KFS and use co- promo code KFS for a first deposit match up to a $100. That's Daily fantasy sports made easy over at Prize Picks. So let's look at our Prize Picks for today. So we start with my Prize Pick today, which was Brook Lopez over five rebounds, and Brook Lopez finished with grand total of six rebounds. So I hit the over by the skin of my teeth. So thank you, Brook Lopez, for for hitting that. Um, Sean with the W believed that RJ reads his tweets. I believe it's actually famous that RJ doesn't, but Sean knows Twitter better than I do, so maybe that is a thing that RJ reads his tweets. Uh, RJ, he went with an RJ prop over 24 points, rebounds, and assists. 
Uh, and RJ had 21 points, six rebounds, one assist, which is the over. So shout out to Sean for hitting his over in betting and sweating. XJ, this has become an old reliable for him, went with Isaiah Hartenstein over 11 and a half points and, uh, excuse me, 11 and a half of rebounds and assists. Isaiah Hartenstein finished with eight rebounds and four assists. So the over hits. Shout out to XJ. Congratulations. Uh, you hit for today. And then drum roll, please. Did we hit the over? Mm. Mensa, well, Bobby Portis, over 21 points and rebounds. Bobby Portis finished with 12 points and nine rebounds. Bobby Portis has hit 100 threes against the Knicks. Had, had a great game the other day against the Knicks. And in this game, was 0-4 from three, was 5 of 11 from the field, missed the three down the stretch that would have hit Mensa's over. Instead, it's a push and a miss for Mensa because Bobby Portis finished with exactly 21 points and rebounds. So a three for four day for the betting and sweating crew. Again, go to prizepicks.com slash KFS and use promo code KFS for a first deposit match up to $100. That's daily fantasy made easy over at Prize Picks. We thank all of you tuning in. Let's get to the super chat to see what you all want to talk about with this game. I'm here until you, you don't want me to be here anymore. I'm here to talk about this game in, in whatever ways you'd like me to. I uh, appreciate all of you tuning in. I know it's it, it's the holidays. It, it's a, a big holiday for a lot of you, and, and especially if you have kids in your household. Um, I'm going to take a swig of AG1. Shout out to the fine folks at AG1. Uh, and then we'll get started. Mm. Okay, let's get to it. First up, Zach Horowitz. Uh, generous the donation in the Super Chat. 10 degrees and 10, excuse me, 10 degrees and 8 a.m. in the land of the midnight sun. I winced in the mirror and hoped this game was fun. Oh, he's rhyming. Okay, I don't know the song, but I'm hoping. I'm sorry, Zach, that I don't know the song, but you're, you're or, or maybe this is a parody of a song. I just don't know the song. So I read the first two lines. Too many cookies and Swedish meatballs. My belly feeling spherical. I knew how we win. I know how we win this game. By God, we need a miracle. Well done, Zach. I'm sorry I butchered your song, but it was beautiful, and I appreciate the contribution. Um, you have another one. A big cup of coffee, a bigger Bloody Mary to get my fix. Is this my Christmas miracle? RJ's making threes. Let's go, Knicks. Happy holidays and Merry Christmas to you all. Merry Christmas to you too, Zach. Shout out to the fine folks at AG1. Someone in the chat, because I'm going to pull up the the secondary, the the live chat as it goes what song is he referencing because i feel bad i'm i'm the least musically educated there's like a legit point in my life where i just had to tap out on all things music there's a very famous video of of where uh, chris introduced a, a rapper named gunna to me and john and i believe like i believe something happened to gunna like he's alive and I, I don't think he's in jail anymore, but I, I believe something happened to him. Regardless, uh, it was like a, a, a learning a foreign language, Chris introducing uh, this artist to me. So someone tell me who, um, who Zach is referencing. I appreciate you, Zach, and Merry Christmas to you too. Robert Cross, Merry Christmas to all, even you Star J haters. <laughs> Merry Christmas to you, Robert. Hashtag 53 wins. Uh, uh, shout out to AG1. So 
can we keep it somewhat 100 here today? Because the sentiment the other day was that, like, RJ's just a role player. Why are we dedicating so much time to a role player for having a bad day when our stars potentially had a bad day? Why aren't we talking about other role players that had a bad day? So if RJ's just a role player and we can't attack him too much when he has a bad game, we also have to acknowledge a role player had a good game today. Like, we can't then overreact and divert right back to Star J, Robert, okay? However, enjoy your fun. RJ had a good game. Shout out to him. Or, or good, good job to RJ, is what I will say. People got mad that we kept saying shout out the other day. So, good job, RJ. A role player on the Knicks that had a very good game. And Merry Christmas to you, Robert. Harry Donert. Oh, I should have. Oh, you technically technically didn't. You said Merry Nixmas. I'm going to accept it and say shout out AG1. And shout out to you, Harry. Here I, here I am saying shout out again. It's a default, people, in the comments. I apologize. Anthony Sixto, thank you for the contribution. Statement win. Oh, that's right. The Knicks had no statement wins a week ago, and they're... They're four and two since they were having their season end and they had no statement wins. Uh, so good job by the Knicks, uh, especially with Mitch out. Dante DiVincenzo and his defense in the first half was such a spark. Hit on that, and I agree. Almost everyone gave what was needed from them. Brunson is a dude. I, I wholly agree. A, very much a team win. And when the Knicks like. I, when the Knicks have like their guys contributing the way they were today, uh, it's it's very easy to see why people get excited about this team. Um, this should be the conversation about the Knicks that they're a deep team that has a very low floor when all of their guys are very high floor when all of their guys are clicking. So good job, Anthony. Will Oliver, holy Christmas miracle! Merry Christmas, KFS fam. Uh, thank you, Will. Uh, we're, we're fans of Christmas miracles here at Nick's Film School. And shout out AG1. Next up is Neslaw. At the end of the day, first of all, thank you for the contribution. At the end of the day, it's about getting buckets. Size be damned. Brunson gets buckets like very few in this league. Merry Nixmas, KFTV fam. <laughs> so I don't know if that's a typo. Or if you actually meant to send this over to CP and Alex and the crew over there, uh, listen, Alex is a close, uh, is a good close friend of mine. We we chat often, especially as Jets fans. Uh, I'm JD and I go go back a couple of years uh, in the DMs, and CP, I mean, he remains the the standard setter for all of us trying to do content out here. Uh, so yes, Merry Christmas to the Knicks fan TV crew. Over there, I have no idea if they're doing a post game show or not. Um, but uh, salute to you guys, and I don't think th uh, the Giants play today, so I'll even say it. I hope the Giants get a victory for you guys, especially since I the Jets won yesterday, and I kind of need you guys to win to justify the, the the Jets winning, so that way the lottery or the, or the draft order uh, can be what it is, and the the Jets can jump them again. So, um, but thank you, uh, Nesla, and I agree. The, the the discourse with the discourse with um Brunson this week or last week I should say it just it borderlined on annoying and I think the, Jeremy and John I thought talked about it very eloquently that it's less about what Becky Hammond said about Brunson which is like a throwaway line he too small right like a response of he too small right 
why is that the conversation? Like what he isn't like, let's just talk about what he is. Like th- there's, there's a, a stretch that, uh, NFL live, I believe is the ESPN show. There's a, there's segments that they do where, um, Ryan Clark and Dan Olofsky will go up in front of a, a big board and look at all 22 film and a casual football fan can watch it and get more information and knowledge and a legitimate education on things that like I don't pick up on. I didn't play football, so I don't pick up on like who's the mic in this set? What personnel are these teams in? Why do teams, what is the quarterback seeing when they come to the line of scrimmage? Why do quarterbacks audible into certain sets? And I think that show does things really well. Whereas the ESPN Daily Show is it's it's outrage and it's it's sowing division and it's very frustrating, especially since I think Becky Hammond is an intelligent talker and knower of basketball. Kendrick Perkins has been to the finals a bunch of times, played with the the PGA Tour in Boston and played with like KD and Russell Westbrook and James Harden at OKC and played with LeBron James and Kyrie Irving during their finals runs. And we're asking him to give hot takes. So it's so much less about like the what of it all. It's the why. <laughs> and look, this is my, is this probably going to be a thing the rest of the year where we just acknowledge that despite Brunson's size, he still gives anybody buckets. It was so impressive that he was able to get to the rim. And while I'm watching RJ struggle to get shots over Brooke Lopez and like quickly get to the rim and then quickly turn around <laughs> because he's afraid to get uh, his shot blocked by Brooke Lopez. And I'm watching Julius struggle and I'm watching Brunson get to the rim and have no issue getting a shot over Brooke Lopez that especially when he's getting shots to fall. So um, go send that Nesla. He, he remains a bucket. Jessica, Jessica, thank you for the contribution. You got what you... Oh, she doesn't know that John's not hosting. You got what you asked for in the Substack chat, John. I hope you're having a great holiday. A better game from RJ and Grimes. Superstar equals Brunson. Let's go next. Uh, I'll relay that to John. Uh, Jessica, thank you for your contribution. Greatly appreciated. Oh, Nesla, I just saw your comment. Nesla corrects. He meant KFS. Uh, Nick's got me scatterbrained. Hey, the end of that game got me a little scatterbrained, so I completely agree. Uh, thank you, Nesla, and happy holidays to you. Hamdi M, thank you for the contribution. Brunson constantly reminding us who he is. Also, I love when IQ plays with a quicker pace and not over dribbling. Changes his game. Merry Christmas, everyone, and thanks. Thank you, Knicks. Um, shout out to the fine folks at AG1. Um, I think part of IQ playing with the pace he he had today at least, again, goes to Josh Hart. They look to run whenever Hart gets one of those rebounds and then quick runs with him. And I think it's the 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 Randall matching with the second unit or specifically with the the Giannis minutes, it just it flat out slows the pace down. And I thought that end of the third quarter, beginning of the fourth quarter, where I believe I believe Giannis sat for just the end of the very end of the third and the very beginning of the fourth, because Randall came in for RJ early in the fourth. But during that stretch, that's the run I'm talking about, that 29 to 19 run. And while Quick was then able to still get buckets in the half court, they were able to get it in in on the break a lot easier. So um, 
Yeah, I like when he plays with pace. So I agree with you, Hamdian. Merry Christmas to you. Alex, my man. A very generous contribution. Appreciate you, Alex. It's been great to not just like have you as one of our patrons and one of our contributors, but like as a person, you've you've been very supportive of us and supportive of me. And I really appreciate uh, not just this like generous contribution, but just your friendship as well. And I look forward to seeing you at the town hall, hopefully on Thursday. For those who don't know, we do a town hall with our uh, Monroe and Ewing tier patrons once a month. We're doing a second one in January, excuse me, in December, because we didn't do two in, uh, we didn't do one in November. So if you'd like to join us on Thursday night, we just jump on Zoom and, and talk for like two, three hours. There's trivia at a certain point. Uh, you could join us if you'd like to this uh, this Thursday night at 830 Eastern. Uh, but Alex's message is just Merry Christmas to the best content creators and fans in the world. Rejoice. Indeed, Alex. Rejoice. And a Merry Christmas to you as well. And a shout out to AG1. Appreciate you, Alex. Next up, Dom Cappuccini. Good to hear from you, Dom. Uh, I told John in the last post that the rarity of teams sweeping a back-to-back is something for us. Was I sarcastic at the moment? <laughs> Was I sarcastic at the moment? He doesn't answer. He says yes, but not going to lie. That thought was still in the back of my mind before tip. Let's go, Knicks. Uh, it's just flat-out tough to beat a team twice in a row in their building at the same time. Um, I... Was not confident going into this game. I'll say that, but I did notice like trends. It's it's tough to win eight games in a row. It's tough to, uh, like I said, beat a team twice. It's why, like, it's it's rare to see a team sweep in the playoffs. Like sweeps are less common than five game game series. You know, um, especially when you got a team like the Knicks on the other end. This isn't a bad team. Like the Bucks could beat the the. Pistons in a back-to-back. The Bucks can beat the Hawks in a back-to-back. Beating the Knicks twice in a row is difficult. And um, like you said, Dom, it's it, it, it's something. And and congratulations to the Knicks for getting a, a big W today. Um, Mangu Man, today was all about heart. Thankfully, we have two of them. <laughs> I agree. Uh, I heart and Josh Hart played really well. And this team, as you mentioned, has a lot of heart. Shout out to you, Mango Man. Uh, Juanon, Merry Christmas, GMAC and KFS fam. Merry Christmas to you too, Juanon. Interesting sentence. And thank you, as always, for the contribution. Mark R. How are you this this holiday? Mark, I hope you and the family are doing well. Uh, Nothing better than Brunson on his 1A shit on national television on Christmas. In the words of... In the words of GMAC, apologies better be as loud as the disrespect. Merry Christmas, KFS fam. Uh, thank you, uh, Mark R. Uh, and Merry Christmas to you, too. And shout out to AG1. Next up, Jay Berg. Uh, Brunson's all-star status confirmed on national TV. Yeah, John and I have on the schedule in January to do a a Patreon pod where we're going to go through our, our now as of now, all-star teams. We did our, as of now, all NBA teams and I couldn't find a place for Brunson um, in the East. I, in fact, let's, I'll do what John does. I'll go through the East real quick and just name the guards that I think are locks. So, okay. We're saying we think are locks, right? So if you're saying there's going to be two starting guards, two backup guards, maybe one more guard gets to go one more. One to two more guards. Uh, two to three more guards get to go. 
So five total guards, we'll say, right? So I think Dame gets in. I think Tyrese Maxey gets in. Uh, the way things are going, I think Derek White is there. Donovan Mitchell, Tyrese Halliburton. I'm just going to say names. Donovan Mitchell, Tyrese Halliburton, and then Brunson. You know, if the Knicks are the four seed, I, I don't think it's actually questionable that Brunson gets in. If the Knicks, especially if they're they're still hovering around this this stretch, the, these four teams: the Knicks, the Magic, the Heat, the the Cavaliers. If they're still like toward the top of it and, and they're not like a, an, an eight seed, like the Pacers are going to get it because of what Halliburton did for the first, like two up until the in season tournament. And like, he's still being great, but they're just like figuring out ways to cover that team that are making other um, teams play. But yeah, Brunson's in. Now that I think about it, Brunson's in. He's too much of a, of a, an engine on a team that's going to be around, uh, around the four seed. Um, for him not to, to not to get in. So I think Brunson's a lock now that I look at it. Um, it's just going to be a question of how many Celtics you want to reward, how many Sixers you want to reward, how many Bucks you want to reward. Um, that, I think, is where Julius potentially loses his spot. But, um, yeah, if I had to go with my five guards, Brunson, Dame, Halliburton, Dunson, Dame, Dunson, Dame, Dunson, Brunson, Dame, Halliburton. Uh... Diamond Mitchell, and I'll up throw Tyrese Maxey as the fifth one. I, there will be a campaign for Derek White. I'm just going to throw that out there. There will be a campaign for Derek White. But you know what? We have some say over this. If you would like Jalen Brunson to go to the All-Star game, go to NBA.com and vote for him right now. Let's get him in as a starter, as Alan Hahn has said to us before the season. We are New York City. We should be able to get Jalen Brunson uh, at least in like the top five voting for for all star and then we can we can make sure that he's an all star this season. Um thank you Jay Berg. Ryan Shepard. JB IQ. Not bad at basketball. <laughs> Happy holidays. That lineup this year has been cooking, especially when you add Josh Hart. I've talked about this a ton. Like their the lineup data just shows their four their best lineup is any center, Jalen Brunson, Josh Hart, Emmanuel Quickly, Julius Randle. Like Benji put out a, a poll yesterday of what lineup you would want to see start, and he put four different ones out there. The one I voted for were those five, like the four I just mentioned, and I Hart, Isaiah Hartenstein. I know that means RJ goes to the bench. I know that means Steven Chenzo goes to the bench. And it's less about wanting to see them actually be the quote unquote starters, but the way Tibbs does his rotations, you know that the most minutes are going to be from those those starting five. So. How about we start games with our best lineup? How about we start the third quarter with our best lineup? Um, so that's that's where I go with that. Um, I I just I think those that four man combo with the center has to be the most used lineup each game. Um, thank you, Ryan, for the contribution. Greg Moran wins against the Bucks. Our oh insert oh excuse me let me let me reset wins against the Bucks inserts. M&M's, they do exist, GIF. Uh, Mary Nixmas, KFS fam. Do I have to add context? That's a very old commercial. Like, Greg, I get it. I, I grew up with that commercial where the the peanut and the, the red and yellow M&M, which was a regular M&M, and the peanut M&M, they were talking. They, they were personified. And they would come to life for the commercials. And for one commercial, they were putting cookies underneath a tree for Santa and 
uh, the peanut M&M is like, so what is this guy? Uh, you sure he's going to like these cookies or whatever? And the red M&M is like, I don't know. I've never met the guy. I'm not even sure he's real. And what happens is they bump into Santa who's putting presents under the tree. And they all yelp. And the red M&M goes, ah, he does exist. And Santa then goes, they do exist. And they both faint. And then the yellow M&M, the peanut M&M goes, uh, Santa? And the end of the story. By M&M's. So, I don't think that commercial... Uh, Juan Cruz is in the chat saying uh, that that's the commercial still a thing. Gotta be honest, Juan, I don't watch commercials anymore because cable is not really a thing. <laughs> and, and the internet, like I'm usually checking Twitter during commercials. So, if that commercial still a thing, shout out to M&M's. I got my wife so many peanut M&M's her stocking because it's like her her guilty pleasure so um there will be plenty of, of m&ms hopefully not personified being consumed by the claudio household um but uh thank you greg for a reference to a very classic commercial appreciate that jessica again i agree with mark r nice to see brunson tear it up on national tv i hope becky enjoyed the game uh he is small but he is mighty let's go Knicks. i agree i just co-sign 100 I, I said my part about ESPN and the Becky Hammond of it all. That is going to be a thing that the disrespect of Jalen Brunson is just not longer going to be tolerated by uh, this fan base. And rather than talking about what the Knicks aren't, let's talk about what the Knicks are, which is a very good basketball team with a very good first option. And we'll see what uh, where that eventually leads them. But I, I think it's it's a it's a place where they haven't been a lot lately. So I, I appreciate that. Um, thank you, Jessica, for the contribution. Brian Mullaney with the contribution. Appreciate you. Peace to all on this joyous day from Vermont. I I hope Vermont is nice this time of year. I hope my parents love going up there uh, for vacation. There, it's funny. A lot of a lot of New Yorkers. I don't know if you know this. Usually migrate south when it's time for them to retire. And um. A lot of my friends uh, and parents uh, who have a lot of my friends' parents have migrated to Florida or a Carolina or two. And my parents will probably do the opposite and head up to New England. And Vermont is like they, they there's this one town in Vermont that has like one traffic light that they love to go to. So I don't know if that's where you are, uh, Brian, but uh, shout Salute to you and, and to all the people in Vermont watching today. He also adds, love the efforts of the KFS team. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you too, Brian. And shout out to AG1. Oh, okay. So we got a... <laughs> ja, you got... I'm going to go to Zach's. But so Josh so focuses in the super chat. His first one is, ah, glad you're still on. Let me get these off. Upside down face emoji. So you clearly have more coming. That's what? Anyway, um... I'm going to give you some time, Ja. I'm going to answer Zach Horowitz's super chat. And then I will uh, give you time to get your super chats in. So thank you for the contribution. And I'll, I'll give you a couple minutes. Uh, Zach Horowitz, watching Saturday, I had the thought we need a good RJ game to beat these guys. He matches up well with most of them. And it was a Christmas poem, bro. I don't know Christmas poems, Zach. I'm sorry. Between Jessica throwing Grateful Dead lyrics and busy putting Joe Budden lyrics, I thought the thing was we put song lyrics in the super chat. So I apologize that I didn't recognize the Christmas poem, unless it was just off the top of the dome. And it's not like you were parodying a Christmas poem. You just made your own. 
which in that case, it was outstanding, Zach. In fact, you know what? Uh, ja, you're getting lucky. I'm going to go back and read Zach Horowitz's original poem so we can get it correctly. So this is a poem courtesy of Zach Horowitz. We're going to call it Nick Smith's Miracle. <clears throat> 10 degrees and 8 a.m. in the land of the midnight sun. I winced in the mirror and hoped this game was... I winced in the mirror and hoped this game was fun. Too many cookies and Swedish meatballs, my belly feeling spherical. I knew how we'd win this game. My God, we need a miracle. A big cup of coffee, a bigger Bloody Mary to get my fix. Is this my Christmas miracle? RJ making threes? Let's go Knicks. Okay, there. We nailed it, Zach. I, I hope I did it justice. Thank you for the poem and a Merry Christmas to you and yours. Jasso Focus with two in the super chat. I'm I'm gonna assume this is all of it, but if not, I'll give you some time. First, he says, shout out to our coach for recognizing that he needed to exploit the RJ matchup instead of relying on both Julius and Jalen Brunson to start. Early tone setter. Ja, I, I said it at the beginning. Um, RJ, uh, it, I didn't say it was potentially part of the game plan, but RJ got it going to start hitting those two big threes. I thought put him in attack mode. He was downhill for most of that first quarter where he had it going and it allowed the Knicks to start to play from ahead for most of this game, which they're a very good team when playing from ahead. This is, I believe they're still undefeated when they have the lead in the fourth quarter this year. Think about that. They've lost 12 games this year on all 12 of those games. The, the Knicks have like not not had the lead in the fourth quarter, I believe. Although that's, that might not be real because I thought they were winning in the Phoenix game. I'm actually going to go look that up. But I know they have a very good record when they're they're leading in the fourth quarter. Um, so thank you, Ja, for the, the contribution. He has another. Shout out to Randall, who appeared to sacrifice his offensive game for the betterment of the team. We don't win this without his dedication to the cause. Man, I, I pushed back a little bit because he was hijacking that offense in the second quarter. I thought there were, there were some times where he could have uh, sacrificed his offense for the betterment of the team, but uh, it wasn't necessarily working out. Uh, but appreciate you uh, and your. Uh, I appreciate the comment. I don't fully agree with it, but overall, I thought the second half he was looking to distribute a little more. Um, so, so thank you for that. And then last one from Josh. Finally, shout out to IQ and Josh R for stepping up against the great team. Wins against teams like these require those players to hit their baseline, and I'd even argue they hit more there than their baseline. That stretch in the late third, John. I know you're you're coming into to this late, but that stretch where the Bucks had cut it to four, and it just seemed like a, a flip got switched. Um, a switch got flipped. What did I say? A flip got switched. The 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 switch was flipped, is what I meant. Um, they a button got hit, and they turned it on, and that was that was I think was the turning point of the game when those two decided, like this is the not effing around crew. We're gonna. But we're going to extend this lead, inject some offense into uh, some energy and offense into this team and do what we've done all season, which is extend leads, um, build and extend leads, I should say. And uh, yeah, I, I remained appreciative of that two man combo because it continues to do great things for this next team. And uh, speaking of great things for this next team. Another W, another Christmas Day W. Uh, and I thank all of you that tuned in to help celebrate this W with me. Uh, I want to wish all of you a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holidays to all of you celebrating. I do want to recognize, like, you know, it, it's a joyous day. 
And like, I've obviously had a, a, a joyous year at a lot of times personally. But if you remember from the summer, uh, we lost my father-in-law like right before my wedding. And I just say something personal. Like I do, I do want to take time to um, just wish all of those that are not having the happiest or merriest of holiday seasons, because this is the first holiday without somebody um, that I hope that the Knicks winning today was a helpful, a helpful distraction that like what this is with sports, we're, we're taking our mind off the real world for a bit. And I know that there are some people that are struggling through this holiday season because of the circumstances. Well, I hope for two hours today, you will take a, a reprieve from that and that you were able to enjoy a Knicks victory and that through the rest of this holiday season, however long this quote unquote season lasts for you, that you're able to find other reprieves too. So um, from me, sincerely, I wish you all the very best. I wish all of you watching the, the happiest of holidays. And uh, Nick's Film School will, of course, be back with, with more content, more distractions in the not-too-distant future. Um, I believe Fred Katz is going to join John for a pod tomorrow. We're still working on times and commitments on that. I will have a pregame pod on Wednesday morning, which has already been recorded uh, for the, the Oklahoma City Thunder game. Um, but uh, for everybody that was watching this, thank you for tuning in. Um, please like this video, subscribe to our channel if you, you're listening on the podcast feed later. Please uh, leave a five star rating and a review. Uh, once again, shout out to the Knicks, uh, shout out to the fine folks at AG1, and of course, the prize picks for making this episode possible. Until next time, thank you for listening, thank you for watching. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, and we will speak with you soon. Peace. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com